Welcome to Love Extremist Radio. Being a love extremist means committing to and choosing love as joyful activism. I'm your host, Ethan Lipsitz, self-proclaimed love extremist. Love can exist everywhere, and yet, when talking about it, we all seem to define it differently. There are many environments and individuals to whom love seems lost, or was never there to begin with. I want to engage myself, my guests, and you to confront love, get to know it as it appears in many forms, and learn from others who have love stories to share. I'll focus on three frames of love, self-love, love in partnership, and love in community. My intention is to uncover and share stories that shed light on love in new and often forgotten ways. Hello, hello. It is me, Ethan Lipsitz here, the love extremist. And this is our first introductory episode, which will be a bit shorter than the rest and is really meant to introduce you to this podcast and radio show, Love Extremist Radio, um, through an interesting frame. I have my mom, Louise Lipsitz, here with me. Hi, Ethan. Hi, Mom. And she's going to interview me about what this show is all about. But let's start by saying my mom is, has been with me all my life. She was there from the beginning, very, the very beginning, and is an educator and a community leader and someone who has been a huge inspiration to me, an artist, uh, a flautist. She plays the flute and other types of music, and I'm grateful to be having this conversation with her. So, Ethan, if I were going to introduce you, I think love would be a big piece of what I would say. You have made it your mission through your entire life to bring friends into your sphere, to get to know people and recognize their strengths, and to promote them through relationship building and extremist love radio. Mm-hmm. Love extremist radio. Exactly. Love extremist radio is a way to continue that and broaden your audience. So I'm very excited to hear how you introduce yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you point out something that I realized early on in my life, which was that I believe the relationships we have and we cultivate can get us the furthest. And certainly knowledge and the pursuit of academic rigor and study and and, and specializing in various things is important. Um, And having relationships that are deep and meaningful and loving are sometimes the most effective ways to build bridges and accomplish great things. And when you work in concert with others, you can do so much more than when you work alone. So I, to answer your question, I introduce myself as an artist, a community leader, uh, someone who is a love extremist. Um, That's a term that I can share kind of the etymology of in my life. Um, And I'm someone who believes passionately in the intersection of the arts as a Trojan horse to love, and especially co-creativity and finding opportunities to empower people or engage people in their artistic abilities. That might be 
the art of conversation, the art of a meal, or music and singing together, or painting together, or experiencing、uh, an artistic moment in a unique and creative way. So, I'm, I'm passionate about the arts and how they can catalyze people into their hearts and maybe out of their heads a little bit and into a frame of love. So, do you want to be more specific and tell us a little bit about your definition of love? I'd love to. <laughs>、uh, so, I, I view love, I've researched a bit and got a chance to read some of the work of Bell Hooks, and I'm currently reading Eric Fromm, All About Love. And I really see love as the belief in something greater, the, the, the awareness that we can all be better. And not that we are bad as we are. I think it's about admiring and loving what is real and what is now, and also acknowledging that we are so much bigger than we think we are. And I, I see that through the frame of the self. So, acknowledging myself as being bigger than I realize I am, my capacity to love, to give, to support the world, and acknowledging partnership and, and seeing. Partners, whether it be friends or loved ones, and being able to kind of have that reverberation of love between us where we see each other and support each other's growth and evolution and being bigger and greater than we might already be. And I see that in community and in giving back to community or participating in collective organizations and, and really believing in the strength of that community and what it can accomplish. And that belief, that real trust, it, it's, it, to me, it's, it's kind of there, there's an action to it. It's about really cultivation and giving to oneself and also back to others. Whether it be a partner or groups, and seeing that they can be bigger, that they can be better, that they can make an impact. And I, I find that to be love in action. So, building on that definition of love, what is extremist love? So, extremist love came to me in 2015.、Uh, the weekend of July 4th, I was at a conference, and there were two people speaking about ex- extremist hate. Uh, specifically, a man from the Department of Homeland Security and a former neo Nazi. And they were talking about various methodologies that the US government takes to keep people from joining ISIS, basically. And I raised my hand and I asked, Wow, you're doing all this great stuff with technology and with the Department of Defense and all of these things to try to combat people going to violent extremism. What are you doing to support extremist love? And I already knew the answer was nothing. You know, what the government's not putting any financial resource necessarily to that that I'm aware of. And, and that was pretty much what they said. But I couldn't stop thinking about that question. And as I started to marinate more and realize that it really struck a chord with me, there w a s a couple things that came about. One was I started to explore where extremist love showed up in our culture. And it turns out that. In his letter from Birmingham jail, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. wrote about being deemed an extremist and being put in jail for being considered an extremist. And he said, If I am an extremist, let me be an extremist for love. And time and time again, when we see challenge in our culture, when we are overcome by trauma or by violent extremism, so often the response to that 
is how can we love more? How can these people who have committed atrocities be loved again, be forgiven, be respected? And I've realized that at the core of everything we do, it's really a quest for love and acceptance, a quest for being seen. Even if it's a hateful act, a destructive act, the root of that is just to be seen, to be heard, to make an impact. And, and oftentimes it comes from what one might consider to be a place of good, even though society might not deem it so. And to, so I, I realized this as I was studying, and I also had a very visual mind as an artist, and I, I came up with the symbol of a heart with the word extremist inside of it and decided to make pins. I come from an apparel manufacturing background and really like metal pins, and I thought this would be a really cool pin to give out. And the provocative nature of a heart with the word extremist in it, it just kind of elicits conversation. And so when people wear them, uh, and you've gotten a bunch for your, your teachers, right? Every staff member at our school has one, right. over 100 people. It's amazing. And so they've been distributed across the country to activists and teachers and artists and entrepreneurs and people from all different walks of life. And the idea is, let's have a conversation. What is the opposite of extremist hate? Or can we love extremists? Or what is the yin to the yang? You know, there's so many different ways to frame it. For me, extremist love is really going back to the arts and it's about co-creativity and engaging people in their creative self so they can love themselves and be aware of their creative strengths and power and so that they can love the world and give back to the world with their creations. So many people feel disempowered or feel like they're othered or they're not in a position to create or they're not creative by nature and thus they must not be an artist. And I don't believe that. I believe we are all capable of making art and that is a loving gift we can offer the world. And as we are empowered through acts of extremism to love, uh, we, we can actually heal the world. So that, that's kind of a lot of the background of where it comes from. And it really feels like the intersection of love and relationship building with creativity is what extremist love is all yeah, about. Right. So why are you doing this podcast? Well, the podcast came about in an interesting form. So I am someone who um, recently had a shift in my lifestyle. And I, about a year and a half ago, I was a CEO of a custom apparel company and living my life, do do do, everything was great. And noticed, um, actually was starting to lose some mobility in my right leg and didn't think much of it. And it turned into a problem when I had a bad fever one day and I was awoken in the middle of the night to a full-blown grand mal seizure where I basically passed out on the floor and went to urgent care the next day and discovered a brain tumor in my head. And that tumor, uh, two weeks later, went on to the OR and we found out that the tumor was malignant and uh, some pieces were taken out in, in surgery and I went through chemotherapy and radiation to take out more and completely shifted my lifestyle. I stepped down from being the CEO of my company and moved deeper into focusing on how I could heal. And one of the recommendations I got from a friend was to focus on what my perfect day would be and try to find, do that once a week, just live my perfect day. 
And it was really hard at first to actually decide what is my perfect day without having responsibilities or obligations outside of myself. And over time, he said, you know, maybe you can make that two days a week or three days, or maybe that can even become your entire life as your perfect life based on identifying what really feels good in your body. And so New Year's Eve came along and I was trying to think, well, what's the perfect New Year's Eve? What's the thing that I want to do above all other things? And I had been studying various ways of identifying my kind of highest excitement. And I came up with this crazy idea with a friend to buy a sports car, paint it, and drive it down to Cabo from Los Angeles to Cabo, the tip of Baja, Mexico and back. And it turned out our friends were having a wedding down there. So we crashed their wedding. And realized on this journey that the car was this vehicle for love. It was colorful. It brought smiles to people's faces. It made people laugh and point and take pictures. And it was like, wow, we we can be bigger than our skin. We can actually express ourselves with art beyond our our bodies. And the car was a great way of expressing that. So I saw that as kind of an artistic medium. And this past summer, I did another road trip. So that was the New Year's Eve 2018. And this past summer, uh, also the summer 2018, I was in Boston visiting family, visiting here with you guys. And I bought a station wagon, a red station wagon, and decided that I would take a trip across the country after painting the wagon and really make the vision of the trip oriented around love. So I wanted to stop in different places and gather people and we'd sing together and have conversations about love and community. So I stopped in New York and Chicago and Wisconsin, Kansas City, Denver, all over, Vegas, across the West, so that I could gather people and really cultivate love through the car and also just through programming that we did. And while I was on that trip, a friend asked me to host this radio show. Um, he was asked to basically create a new channel and I thought, wow, that could be a really interesting opportunity to bring more love into the airwaves. I think so much media we ingest and consume on a daily basis is fraught with fear and anger and negativity and disaster everywhere we look, whether it's natural disasters or violence or political drama. And I understand why that's the case. And I think it would be good to balance that with more positive content that is actually intentionally infusing love into the world. And so after thinking about it a little bit, I got back to my friend and said, yes, I'd love to do this show. And I'd really like to make it about extremist love and interviewing people and getting to know their perspectives on how they define love, because love seems to be different for everyone. And I really want to start to understand it more and, and, and get some great content out into the world that speaks on it. So you've given us lots of good reasons to listen. (laughs) Where can we find you? Well, before I say that, I just want to say that if you are interested in content that's more oriented around love, but also curious about how you define it and how it should be defined or think it's overused, the term love, or don't believe in love, I would invite you to listen. I really am looking for challenging conversations here. I don't want this to be all roses and Valentine's Day cards. Uh, This is really about love of self and practices for doing so, love of in partnership and love in the collective and talking to activists, talking to artists, talking to elders and young people and really getting a diversity of perspectives and taking a serious look at 
what love can be for us in this time of challenge and sometimes hate. And, you know, I don't want to be insensitive to the realities of our time. And I also want to challenge us to show up with love so that we can be more effective in making change. So just wanted to put that out there. But you can find me on most, I'm on Instagram a lot. Uh, Ethan Lipsitz is my full name. So E-T-H-A-N-L-I-P as in Paul, S-I-T-Z. That's at Ethan Lipsitz and extremist.love. That's a website, www.extremist.love. And also Extremist Love does have a handle on Instagram as well. And I'll be posting stories and sharing my guests and episodes uh, mostly on on Instagram and then also on the website. And of course, uh, distributing this through all podcast platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. But I'd very much love your comments and feedback on this and reviews. And please, if it resonates with you, share it. The point is you can be an activist too and just sharing content and messages of love with the world. So I know as your mom that besides being a visual artist, you are a musician. And I just wondered what your favorite love song is. <laughs> well, so thank you for asking. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Uh, my favorite love song is always changing. And this is a question I'm going to ask all of my guests, both how they define love and how they can spread love. I think to me, sharing this podcast is a great way to spread love and what their favorite love song is. So songwriters for all time have written about love. That's one of the probably most written about topics. And these days, a lot of folks are going to the legend Stevie Wonder for some good love jams. And a lot of my guests have already mentioned his name. And I'm going to have to say, I believe, is my current favorite love song. So we will drop that track on the outro. And I just want to thank Mom for interviewing me here. Thanks, Mom. I love you, E. I love you too, Mom. And thank you for listening and hope you enjoy Love Extremist Radio. Sayonara.
I believe when I fall. 